the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option. Coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I'm Father Brendan Kilcoyne. Send us a few quid via Patreon or PayPal. Send us in your comments, provided they're full of gushing praise. And uh, remember us in the prayers, especially that last one. Would you do that? I want to talk a little bit about about this business of the apocalypse, if you have time. Because when the apocalypse comes, you will have to have time. Yeah, You hear a lot of talk about the apocalypse and related issues among the small, shall we say, green shoots that are coming up in the church. The young Catholics and that kind of thing. Uh, this sign or that sign, such a thing is happening. Are we in the end times? You hear it on Catholic YouTubers. You hear it, you know, is it is this perhaps the end? This has happened so often in the church. I just want to make that point. We had a feed of it 20 years ago, 22 years ago, uh, for the millennium. And indeed, for several years before the millennium, you know, they were taking good run at it. It's, it's a worthy topic in its place. Uh, a bit like death. A Catholic should think of their own death at least once a day. You shouldn't be dwelling too much on it. That will just make you morbid. But you should think of it. Because to understand and appreciate something, you need to make some attempt at definition. In other words, literally, the meaning of that word from the Latin fines for a border or a limit. You need to be feeling out its limits and see what it is. So you need to regularly remind yourself that your life will end. And of course, with the apocalypse, that's the end of the whole established world order. It's the end of the, the physical order as it presently exists and the ushering in of a new age. Uh, I believe that will happen. I don't really have any trouble in believing that will happen. I think uh, most committed Catholics, if they give it any thought, believe it will happen. I don't know when it's going to happen, and I'm not encouraged by the Church to dwell on that too much. So I literally do not know. We saw in the readings last Sunday our Lord himself talk about it, and he counsels against listening to every idiot. He didn't put it that way. Okay, he talked nice. The, every Lachico coming bowling down the road going, I am he, I am he. Sometimes, you know, things that can be attributed to a surfeit of strong drink. I would avoid such people. I would avoid giving them air, giving them oxygen, I would not be inclined to dwell too much on such matters. And here's the thing. The main winner out of that is the devil. Because the more you spend time reading and thinking about the end of the world and the apocalypse, the less attention you're paying to the bit of the world that you still have. And your ordinary duties, which are never just ordinary. Your ordinary things, your prayer life, uh, all the things you should be doing, you can neglect those. You can spend spend your life on YouTube watching one apocalyptic 
uh, alikadu after another. I don't recommend this stuff. I I really don't. And and all right, you know, a certain amount, sure, 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 sure. I mean, you you find some great scholarly stuff, some great prayerful stuff. Uh, Ralph Martin. Now you can't go wrong with uh, Ralph Martin, Matt Fraz. Great stuff being done. Sure, and they talk about the apocalypse in its place. Listen to me. When the apocalypse comes, believe me, you'll know it's here. Yeah, there won't be any need for discussion. You know what Ronald Reagan said about the federal deficit? You can say that about the apocalypse. I'm not going to worry about it. It's big enough to worry about itself. Yeah, can look after itself. And don't get wrapped up in this thing. Oh, so-and-so has said this. So-and-so has said that. And do you notice that this is happening or that type happening at this time or that time and and whatever and so you've you've the holy man of such a place and the holy girl of such another place and the holy little child of some other place and the twelve dancing prophesying rabbits of Belmult. This can get very undignified if you keep it up. Okay? So yeah, I would just park that stuff. I really would. And I would always, where you're tempted to go too far into that stuff, always be suspicious because you can be sure that evil is tempting you away from concentrating on what lies in front of your nose and what you should be doing and the devil is having to hold himself up with the laugh yeah at the sight of you let your whole heritage be stolen from you while you're worrying about how how to protect it best way to protect it is to pay attention to it yep that's the best way to protect it Will the world end? It will. I'm not even feeling great myself. Yeah, it'll end. That could happen in a thousand years' time, in five thousand years' time, or it could happen this evening, just after tea. There is no point in worrying about this. Just try not to make it end yourself. There is no point in worrying about this. Do what you can and park it. Leave it there. Uh huh. Because you have a world at the moment. At time of writing, as they used to say, at time of recording, you have a world. The drama that's being played out in that world is the drama of your personal salvation and that of those whom you touch and influence. So you have far more important things for doing than toodling about the country, wondering if the next eclipse of the sun is going to make us all blow up. Now I remember when I was young, back in the late Bronze Age, okay, when I was young. I remember I was in boarding school in Tume, Charlotte's, St. Charlotte's College, and I remember we got out, I remember getting out to watch a film called The Late Great Planet Earth. Quite a well-known film based on a book of the same name, which was arguing that the world was about to end. There was a lot of that stuff in the 70s. A lot of disaster movies, a lot of, you know, into the world stuff. You know, Vietnam was just over and there was a lot of suspicion of government and you name it, okay? So there was a lot of that stuff going around, late 60s and 70s, yeah? I remember going out to see, was it the first of the Mad Max movies? You know, when Mel made his debut 
And, uh, of course, that was a dystopian future. It was a post-apocalyptic, post-nuclear apocalypse set in Australia, you know, where human society had re-tribalised. Oh, it was very exciting. It was hugely enjoyable. I really would leave it at that level. You know, enjoy the entertainment. But get on with the world we have. Mm-hmm. The late great planet Earth is still great. She's still in business and still trading. It's our job to make sure she continues, though. Not to get obsessed with, uh, with things that we cannot possibly control. And so, I commend to you, apocalypse now or apocalypse tomorrow. I will really get on with the work of the day. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.